Here at Notes of Agoon, we want you to have amazing sex, which is why I want to tell you about a popular sex enhancer, the Promescent Delay Spray, that's been used by over a million men and is clinically proven to help you last longer in bed. It takes the edge off and sensitivity levels down, so you don't have to worry about finishing too soon. Don't want to worry about that. No prescriptions, no mess, no pesky subscriptions require just better sex, guaranteed with a 60-day money-back policy. I recently used it, and I'll tell you this, uh, uh, it's a better product than some of the other products on the market. They sell condoms that do a similar thing, and um, if you pull the condom off and then go in raw, which you're going to, uh, uh, it will transfer the, the numbness to your partner, whereas Promescent Delay Spray does not do that. Uh, so see what the buzz is about for yourself and grab a bottle along with all your sexual wellness products from specially formulated arousal gels to supplements and more in one trusted spot that ships fast and discreet. So go to promescent.com. They've got an assortment of products to enhance your sex life. And if you use promo code GOON, you're going to get 15% off your purchase and free shipping. One more time, that's promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. Just go over to P-R-O-M-E-S-C-E-N-T. Dot com And again, use that promo code GOON for 15% off your purchase and free shipping. All right, let's get this show started. What's going on, goons? We're a little late this week. I apologize. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, Chris Vega. I'm here with my stalwart producer, as always. Michael Harrington, how are you, Mike? I'm feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Well, I I think you have you have something for the show this week. I do. we haven't had a chance to get it edited by uh, uh, an, uh, an English teacher, which I will get done this week because uh, you. Uh, so if you if you listen to the show regularly, you know that Mike uh, <clears throat> was supposed to write an article to be uh, submitted for syndication. And he's going to become a syndicated columnist. Now I want to I'm going to bring something up to you, Mike. Now you've given me a little bit of pushback. We're supposed to read it last week. You didn't have it. Now you did it today as I was setting up in here and getting a prep sheet together. You 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 wrote this syndicated column, an MMA column, correct? No, it's it's uh it's an it's a, the Mike's advice. Mike's advice. So you're you're stealing my ask the goon bit, which you can email askthegoon at gmail.com if you want life advice. No, these are like general it's like general advice. It's, it's musings. It's Mike's musings. It's kinda of like an Andy Rooney sort of deal. Now, did you have the idea for this? Because I reminded you to write this column a couple days ago. Now, it wouldn't be a patented Michael Harrington uh, uh, column if it hadn't been done. Now, I imagine this is how you did 100% of the term papers you did in high school. Yeah. Yeah, like on the bus, on the way to school. On my like little like laptop, like handheld like word processor. Yeah, you had, a, uh, you had a two-way pager, and you had to hook that up to the library dot matrix printer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's how you printed out your all of your reports for school. Um, so now here's the thing, man. I think you should take this a little more seriously, Mike. I think syndicated columnist. Oh, oh, you don't think I took this seriously? I mean, I, you just did it last minute. I, I don't know. We're gonna see how it goes. Hmm. I'm excited to see it, but I think oh, syndicated columnist. Little faith. I'm just gonna say, man, you have the look of a syndicated columnist. Um, I think that is now. Imagine you got a syndicated MMA column, right? Okay. Now you have a more successful, more handsome brother, correct? Yes. Now that may you are the you are the least favorite of the children in your family. Well, seems like it. I don't know about that. But think about how your dad. I'm bl- way more bl- lovable. Blue collar, ex cop father. 
Yes. Think about how proud of his son he would be if his son had a syndicated sports column and say, I'm going to guess the New York Post. Well, yeah, I mean, he reads the Post every day. Of course, that'd be groundbreaking. Well, so it's like, I just think you should be maybe taking this a little more seriously. Well, I think my Mike's advice column. You think this is going to get, but this will make your mom happy. She reads the Daily News, and this will be an advice column. It'll be right next to Dear Abby in the Daily News. I mean, yo, Dear Who? Yeah, exactly. Who the fuck is Abby? Yeah, that stupid bitch. Yo, I can take that her stupid out. Cunt. Let's pull up. You know what? Let's compare the two. Let's pair, compare Mike's advice to th- today, whatever the most recent Dear Abby. I, I assume Abby's dead, but they just rerun these columns. Yeah, I would assume so. Yeah. Who the fuck is still named Abigail? Oh, Abigail Van Buren. Van Buren? Is she related to the president? Martin Van Buren? Mm. I don't know. I will look that up. <laughs> well, first look up just the, the most recent Dear Abby column that has been published in any newspaper. Oh, oh she did. Oh, is she dead? She died in 2013. Oh, no. R.I.P. Just pull up any any Dear Abby column then. Okay. Um. Hold on. Because that's the one everybody knows, right? Is there another... Syndicated advice columnist that we should know about? No, that's the one. And that's who's throwing them coming for, dude. She's been dead for like five years. Dude, and no one is taking her fucking place. You should, you should be able to just snatch this, dude. Okay, so she took the name. Uh, she took the name. It's a pen name. Now it's Dear Rabbi. Abigail was a... And she's like, I don't think you should do this. <laughs> uh, Abigail was a uh, biblical What figure. do you mean you don't want to cut your foreskin? This is a bad tooth. In the book of Dear Sand- Rabbi. Dear Rabbi. Uh, with the last name of former U.S. President Martin Van Buren. So that's where that came from. Mm. All right. So you want to you just read yeah, let's take a look. one of her columns? Yeah. So this is somebody who replaced the original Abigail Van Buren. No, it says this is by Abigail Van Buren. All right. Let's peep. Let's, so, take, let's take a look. I don't know. Okay. You Dear Abby, no. my boyfriend Aaron and I have been together almost 10 years. We are both divorced from narcissistic spouses uh, we have discussed the future together, and we are working toward it. It's taking so long because Aaron's children are quite a bit younger than mine. I'm an empty nester. His kids are just going th- into their teens. I am also working on getting my career established. We get along. This is a lot here. We've seen incompatible in every way. I've been going to counseling to resolve some issues from my childhood and first marriage. And recently, really, uh, I have some toxic traits I need to work on and heal, blah, blah, blah. When it happens, he reacts passive-aggressively for a bit, then things seem to go back to normal. But I can't get over the hurt I feel when he acts this way. How's he acting? Unfortunately, some of the toxicity spilled my relationship, blah, blah, blah. Okay, healing in the Midwest. Dear healing, if your toxicity is what causes Aaron to react with what you interpret as passive aggression, he could simply be nursing his wounds. Talk with your therapist about including Aaron in some of your sessions. If the therapist agrees, tell Aaron... You think your relationship could be improved if he's willing to go with you. If the therapist does not agree to the joint sessions, it might be worth your while to discuss couples counseling with another therapist. So, I mean, that seems like decent advice. It seems pretty middle of the road. Um, Ooh, you're I think having she, problems. Talk about it. I think she is probably... Uh, here's the thing, though. A woman telling another woman to give a man space when he's pissed off at her being a cunt is actually great advice, Mike. You know what I mean? Okay. You, I will. I will say that that part is good advice. I don't think I don't like the way she said it. She should have been a little more blunt about it. Now, I assume, knowing you, that all of your advice is extremely blunt and to the point. I mean, much like your head. 
There's a point. There's a blunted point in my head. Yeah. I don't understand. On the back. Yeah? You can't see it? I can't see the back of my head. No. Mm, you should ask somebody about it. Next time Alex is pegging you, ask her to see if she could sand down the point. Hey, can you describe the, the point the, in the back the blunted of my head? Point yeah. In the back Ow! Of yeah, just keep. Yeah, just tell <laughs> me about the. <laughs> okay, you ready for my column? Yes, I am. Because it blows I... this shit out of the fucking oh, out of the water. water. All right, and now I'm not going to really correct. I'm going to have you read it. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to correct too much of the grammar. We'll have we'll have we'll have somebody do that. We'll bring in a ringer because I don't know if I'm going to be good at it. So let's take a look at let's take a look at your column. How many words is your column? Uh, I don't know. Where is there, is there a word count on this? I mean, you can you can put it into a word counter. All right. Well, here let's see. I'd imagine a syndicated column has to be at least 500 words, Mike. You think? Yeah. How many do you think you got there? I probably got 500 on this. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Spaces don't count as words. Yeah, obviously. Okay. Well, I definitely sure you knew 500 that. characters. Okay. For okay, sure. 486 words. I can add 14 words to this. All right, we'll figure out which 14 words we can add as <laughs> we go. exactly 14 words <laughs> need adding. Yeah. All right, you ready? Okay. I feel like you could just punctuate the end of every sentence with the N-word like a rap song. <laughs> right? That's one Trinidad option. Trinidad James. That could be Trinidad Mike. That's one option. Yeah. All Westchester right. Mike instead of Trinidad James. That's you. There you go. All right, Mike's advice. I think you, maybe we need a little punchier in No. Mike's advice. No, this is it, dude. Just real simple. Harrington's to... handlings? Mm. Handling Harrington. I don't like any of these. Mike's advice is just bomb, bomb. Mm. Okay. Now, this is my Andy Rooney style opener. Do you want to read it? You, want, you have a particular voice that you have ready for this. Why is it so many men in popular films and TV have such a hard time with their wife's anniversary, birthdays, and of course the dreaded Valentine's Day? Sure, to a certain degree, an ancient Roman holiday centered around nude men, domestic violence, and forced couplings isn't exactly at the top of any man's celebration list, especially in these cold winter months. But in the modern day, we really do have it pretty damn easy. Yet still bitch about the stresses and pressures behind this hallmark holiday. Here's my guide on how to get through Valentine's Day 2022 without catching Cupid's arrow through the eye. All right, now let's stop here. Valentine's Day was yesterday. Yeah. Okay, so a little late. This would have been... Yeah, this would have been better if you had gotten it done last week. Yeah, this is... I'm acting as if I got it done last week. When it was on time. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right, I see that. Now, I'm going to throw this out there. Much like your slam poetry, uh, this is significantly better than I thought it would be. Um... (laughs) Uh, now i have half a mind to make you google this so that i could see if you cut and pasted it from something else and then just made clacking noises for 10 minutes before the show started because that's kind of what i think is happening that would be so much funnier than i'm capable of yeah that would have been hilarious had you done that uh now you're saying you didn't do that and i'm going to take your word on it if there are any fans listening who want to put this into Google and call Mike on this, there'll be a bone to pick next week. Please, God. If this column exists somewhere else, and I just randomly... Hold it, your head, your bald head would be a receiver for other information, and that's mm-hmm. hilarious. That would be- Sometimes you just bust out facts, and I'm like, I know you didn't read a thing. <laughs> but you do know that. Yeah. All right. So here are my, my tips for Valentine's Day 2022. One, dinner's out this year. Uh, February 14th falls on a Monday this year. Only whack dudes take their ladies out on a Monday. At least that's what you'll tell your significant other. Boom. S- smart. That is smart talk right there. Right there. It's like, who the hell goes out on a Monday? Most The best restaurants are closed on Mondays. Anyone that's open isn't normally going to have their good their good chefs are off on Mondays. Why would you go? Oh, gotcha. 
uh, at least as many times as every other. Boom. You just missed the prefix menu pricing and the need to shoo away uh, violin players. Play- from- well, 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 hold on. Read it how it's written. Players. Okay. <laughs> God damn it. Players. <sighs> from the table throughout your meal. Mm-hmm. Uh, make a reservation in a favorite place for any time from the Friday before until the Wednesday after, and you're in the clear. Now, now you had a bit of an issue. What's that? With Valentine's Day this year. What was that? Now, we were talking, and I was like, uh, you, you, now I had some shows in Rhode Island with Justin Silver, and you were like, you were like, yeah, we're just, uh, you basically said you and your girlfriend were going to just do the Sunday. And I go, oh, really? That's brazen to do that during the Super Bowl. And you were like, fuck. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> fuck. That's when the Super Bowl is. And um, did you guys go out during the Super Bowl? No, we went to uh, we went to her folks' place and just like hung out. My dad came through, and uh, you guys all watched the Super Bowl. Yeah, we just all watched the Super Bowl. It was nice. Oh, that's pretty great. Yeah, it was pretty dope. We yeah. I did make reservations for this Wednesday for dinner. Oh, nice. Where are you guys going? Uh, I don't I don't remember the name of the place. Mm. She took care of it. Okay, let's see what else you got here. All right, two. Find out her favorite flower and order it weeks in advance. Weeks, weeks in advance. That's actually smart because then you'll pay less. Yes, flower. I, as somebody who worked in a flower shop on Valentine's Day. It is insane the markup on the oh, actual yeah. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Like one rose used to be, it used to be twelve dollars a rose when I was uh, in junior high school. If you because that was before like you can get good flowers at a bodega. Mm. So nowadays, a lot of those bodegas with like the whole extra flower thing, they use Telefloro, which is like the kind of uh, uh, intra flower shop big supplier. They just have no overhead because they're just a shed outside of a bodega with a Mexican guy that they pay a nickel an hour. To uh, make your flowers, so uh, and you got to pay him cash. Yeah, exactly. Stinks. Um, all right, find out her favorite flower. Order a week's in advance to her workplace. You're gonna want to jump on this early, as certain flowers only bloom in certain times, and finding her favorite can be tough on short notice. Realistically, the only part that matters about this is sending them to her workplace. They're a nice gesture, sure, but they really exist to make every girl in her office jealous and to let Jim from accounting with the long hugs to know to back the fuck off. Now, is this, you just took this from the office? No, I mean, Jim didn't work in accounting. Jim worked in sales. I was just saying, like, you know, like, Mm -hmm. you know, throwing some guy out there who you don't like at her office to be like. So who don't you like at the office that you both work at here, that you sent flowers here? I don't know. Oh, you're just saying this is just advice that you're not following for other people. No, this is this is Mike's advice. Okay. This is the advice for every guy out there, right? Okay. Including, you know, I did come through with some flowers last night, put them right in front of her. During a taping of a podcast called Legion of Skanks. Yeah. Okay. That's her job. That is I brought job. flowers to her job. Who were you worried was gonna not worried. Okay. Not worried about anything. Okay. Uh all right. Number three, a little jewelry goes a long way. They say diamonds are a girl's best friends, but that was before she met you. That was before she found out that uh, they chop off small children's hands to get them. <laughs> what do you have, though? What do you have clutched in between your butt cheeks, little boy? Oh, let me cut off your ass cheeks. Mm-hmm. What is this, diamond dust from this mine? Uh, they say diamonds are a girl's best friends. That was before she met you. Did you know there are tons of stones? You know, if you give a girl a blood diamond, she immediately goes on her period earlier. It's like syncing up with other women. It's crazy. <laughs> It's a good way. It's it's actually uh, well, more effective than the Plan B pill. Just give a girl a blood diamond when you've come inside of her, and she immediately gets her period, and it kills the baby. Well, women also they're like their their periods are run by the moon. So you just take a blood diamond. That's like a, a tiny it's piece like a of rock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, 
Okay. Uh, did you know there are tons of stones native to places you've probably been on vacation to before? Uh, we'll get her. For example, if you're from Brownsville, Brooklyn, you can get a crack rock. <laughs> okay. Or you know, uh, let's say you've been to Hawaii. Before, right? Crystal meth. It's got crystal right there in the name. It'll even be delivered to you by a guy named Dog. Uh, get her a stone from one of those places mm-hmm. in a small piece of jewelry, and she'll think of the wonderful time she had with you and not the fact that you just saved hundreds on your Valentine's Day If gift. not thousands. Right. That's actually good advice. Thank you. How did you come up with this advice? Because I'm good at advice. I'm good at dating. <laughs> so you're doing a dating column. I mean, I'm doing like an advice column, but you know, whatever. General advice. I mean, you know. What will be the second topic? The syndicated column. Guess you're going to have to. We'll have to wait till next week. Guess you're going to have to put me in syndication to find out. Oh, all right. All right. (laughs) I like the way this bit's going. Uh, All right. Number four. Remember, this is the last time until her birthday you can buy something for the house and disguise it as a gift. Have you always thought your house would be awesome with a bunch of LED light strips, dab devices to smoke out of, and sweet tunes to listen to on a Bluetooth speaker? Why not get all three and just put a bow around them? If there's anything you didn't get that you wanted for Christmas, here's your last chance to buy it guilt-free. That's actually pretty true and cool, unless the girl figures out that's what you've done. Or she's cool enough to be like, I don't care that this is what you did. No, but all of a sudden, when you need to use the thing, she'll have some reason why she absolutely needs to use it right then, and it's hers. The LED light strips is solid. Mm Mm-hmm. Also, you're the only man who wants LED light strips around their house. What are you talking That's about? That's a girl thing. No, it's so nice. That's mostly a girl thing. But, dude, you don't have to turn the, the overhead light on. You I, still get plenty of light in the room, and the room looks cooler colors. I'm just saying I've never heard a man mention LED light strips or any sort of lighting That's not true. I've heard situation. many men mention LED light strips. I work in a comedy club. We talk about LED light strips a little bit. I yeah, do, for there's what? LED light strips around here. Talk I to know. men about these. Who, which You've man? talked to me about changing the color on these LED light strips. Yes, it's got to be consistent. You and me having a conversation about LED light strips as two men. Not about getting them for the home, though. Okay. Well. All right. So this is your four tips, and uh, it says, uh, and you'll not only make it through, you'll make it through another St. Valentine's Day without getting shit. I don't think you could put shit in a syndicated column. Put fuck in here, too. You'd probably take that out. All right. Uh, getting shit from your significant other, and you just might get yours, too, big guy. Happy Valentine's Day, dear readers. Mike Harrington. That's that is significantly better. I think you might actually end up with this syndicated column. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> you could do because you need to send six. I literally did that in the ten minutes before we started this show. But did you have the idea? I just like I was like, all right, like what just happened? I was like Valentine's Day. All right, Mike's Guide to Valentine's Day. What would you do to make a good Valentine's so Day? So what happens on all the times when there's not a thing that just happened? I'll think of a thing. Advice? Well, let's, let's say we had to do one next week. It's President's Day. We, what's your guide to getting through President's Day? Okay. Well, first and foremost, you got to look at like where the actual sales are during President's Day. Right? Okay. So you got to look at like your, your mattresses are big and your cars are big. Okay. Those are the two purchases you're saving up for. Sure. That's the day to do it. Anything else? Don't fall for bullshit President's Day sales. They're just not real. And they're trying to cash in on a gimmick. No, right. You know, I can do this all day long. That's not bad. All right. So have that written up next week and we'll go over it. 
So we'll do Mike's Guide to President's Day next yeah. week? Yeah, and then whatever. We'll figure out what other... We, we can also just do any national day. There's a different one every day. Hot Dog Day. I'm oh. pretty sure you're probably good at that. Cat fig- Day. Figure it out. Donut Day. Dude, all I'm saying is you are talking to a future published author. Yeah. You're, you're going to be a syndicated columnist. It's crazy. That'd be fucking sick. Dude, you get a typewriter, you're like, you smoke a pipe and shit. Then I finally have an excuse to smoke that pipe. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. This is going to be great for you, Mike. All right, moving on. A couple of quick plugs. Also, yeah, again, thank you to uh, Rhode Island Comedy Connection. They were great shows all weekend with Justin Silver. Uh, but we got uh, we got new merch, Mike. Can you pull up the merch over at podcastmerch.com? It is related to our uh, fan engagement engagement contest. Now, I have chosen a winner. We will announce it next week, and I will send you one of these T-shirts, Mike. One of these T-shirts. Why Mike. are you waiting until next week? I'm just going to pick the winner. I'm going to announce the winner next week. You already have the winner. Don't worry. I'm going to announce it next week. Why aren't you going to announce it until next week? Next week, when you do your second column, we're going to do this. (sighs) Okay. So Uh, so what's this? I'm engaged with stupid. Now, if you recall, because the fan engagement and it's an engagement ring on it, and then it's an arrow pointing to your penis, but the arrow also kind of looks like a penis. Uh, And you still get, we got other shirts available there. But uh, also, if you ordered a hat and you were unhappy with the way the hat looked, uh, we will 100% give you a refund. No need to send the merch back. We've taken it out. We're going to put a new hat in. We uh, had hats? We did have hats very briefly. I was uh, I was uh, told they did not look up to snuff. If you did not like your hat, please reach out to podcast or just reach out to me and I will connect you to somebody over there. We will get you a full refund or we will get you one of our new hats if that's what you'd like. Uh, uh, so, so, so I want to make sure that is a thing that everybody knows. Uh, and also a quick plug, uh, uh, on the 25th of February, that's a Friday, I'll be in New Hampshire at the Shell with Rob Bernstein and Andy Malafarina uh, in uh, Rollinsford, New Hampshire. At 8 p.m., we're going to do, a, uh, it's one ticket, and you will get a comedy show, me, Andy, and Rob all doing like 20 minutes, and uh, uh, we're going to do a live Goon Run podcast right after that. So make sure you come to that. It's going to be a fun time. Rollinsford, New Hampshire, Friday, February 28th. Uh, you can go to seacoastwelcome.org. Just click the events tab. You can get tickets right there. Uh, it will sell out. It's sold out every time we've been down there. So come through to that. Uh, Mike, you got anything you got to plug? Uh, just come see a show at Brooklyn Comedy Club before they fire me. Are they going to fire you? Probably. Why? Because, you know. You do such a good job. Well, I think you do a great job. Bang up job in that place. Okay. You've really turned the whole business around. Mm-hmm. They were closed before you worked there. I mean, factually correct. <laughs> they weren't even open. Before. I mean, dude, there were some factors in there. I, me not being there was one of the factors of why they were not open. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Is that lion's head? It is lion's head. What's the pictogram? Um, this one is a, a, a lady and a hand. Oh, this is... What? Okay, let's see. Oh, it's lady and the tramp. But the tramp is just a not a very good. It's Lady and the Tramp. Oh, let's see what this one is. <laughs> this is just not a good. I love these in college. Dude, uh, yeah, Ballantine used to have them, and literally all of us started drinking Ballantine instead of whatever else we were drinking just to do the puzzles. I used to do this in yeah in college. It was like you know you can get a twelve pack of Lions for cheap as fuck. It's a cat, and then an oar, and then pills. And then another ore. Caterpillar. Caterpillar. There you go. 
We'll do the other one when I cat finish this. or pill or yeah. got it. Yeah, very easy. I don't really like how easy though. Maybe I'm just not drunk enough. <laughs> That's really the thing is you get hammered and then you start drinking and be like, all right, everybody pull out your caps, try to figure these out. <laughs> That's when it got fun. Yeah, I used to just yeah we would get hammered and just sit in front of the corner store and try to do the jumble and be like, this is a lot here. Wait, you would just get like loaded outside of a corner store like it was Satrelli's Meat Market. Yeah, pretty much. You don't know people that did that growing up? You grew up in the suburbs, Mike. Yeah, the people I knew who grew up doing that were like ex-cops who just had nothing better to do. Oh, you're talking about adult men who retired from the police force who would sit outside of a corner store. Yeah. Mm. I did also used to hang out in like a deli that was kind of like Satrielli's with some dudes. Um, They weren't very mobbed up. They sold some drugs, but you know. We just sit in there and eat sandwiches and stuff in the back. It was pretty fun. Just watch the gangsters come in and out? There wasn't even gangsters. It was just like an Italian deli that just had some tables in the back that just were occupied by uh, drunken teenage kids or adult, like, you know, vaguely adult 20, you know, 16 to 22. Sus. What do you mean? I don't know. The whole thing is just... You think it's not true? You think I'm making this up? No, I'm just saying, like, that's like a... Doesn't you know, sound like a thing I would do? Doesn't sound like Satriali at all. I mean, it was a sandwich store. And they had tables, okay. and we were drinking. Nobody was smoking cigars, though. I wouldn't call it, yeah, it wasn't like a mob place. Sorry, yeah. Mike. Sorry to disappoint you. You're fine. All right, moving on. Go Come to the show. That's, that's, that was the whole point of that. Which one? The the, the show with uh, me and uh, Robbie on February 25th in Rollinsford, New Hampshire. Oh, yeah, you should go to that. Yeah, everybody should go to that. Now, Mike, you, you need to talk to me about the Ukraine. Uh, you said that uh, you didn't Ukraine, understand Ukraine. Ukraine, I crane. Who cares about these cranes? That's true. Uh, uh, What's going on over there? Seems like they're a paper crane, Mike. They're going to get stomped out. Are they, though? Because I keep no. seeing like Russia's actually like Russia's like saying that there's genocides going on over there, but they're not going to invade, but they're amassing troops like they might invade. I didn't see anything suggesting that Russia said there was a genocide happening in the Ukraine. Uh, Putin said it today, I think. Today? As they're withdrawing troops, because they're withdrawing troops from the border right now. I don't know. So that was a thing that came out today. The Biden administration has been like, they could still invade just because they're withdrawing troops from the border. It's like, yeah, of course they can. Anybody can do anything. Okay, so Putin claims genocide happening in Donbass region of Ukraine. Okay, pull that up, because I haven't seen that at all. Okay, that's according to uh, The Weekly World News. No. Putin basically claims genocide is happening... um, um, this is the first, I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess it's possible. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, this is the same rebels that they have been backing for a while. I don't see how it would be humanly possible for any of us to know. Also, I like the picture they threw up on insider.com of Putin. Pull that back up. <laughs> Genocide. Yeah, he's doing the air quotes. <laughs> which might, who the fuck, for all we know, means because something completely different in Russian. He's just like, I fingered both these bitches. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, but look, I don't think. I think it was basically just a show of power. A lot of these dictators will do that over and over again. We're always talking about um, whenever. The, what North Korea just tested a bunch of missiles, right? So North Korea tested a bunch of missiles because every time they test a bunch of missiles, uh, they go to the negotiating table with the United States, and the United States gives them a bunch of money for aid to keep their fucking fascist dictatorship afloat. You know what I mean? I think 
uh, Putin was just kind of posturing, going near the Ukraine. Um, there's no way he wouldn't have said there was a genocide before now. They invaded Crimea, and they've been funding these rebels for like 10 years now. Where's Crimea? In the Ukraine. It's on the border with Russia. Oh, they invaded? Yeah, it was like 12 years ago, or 10 years ago. Huh. Um, or it might have been short. Yeah, I think it was like that long ago. And then um, it might have been, it was under the Obama administration, I believe. It was during the Obama administration, I believe, that they invaded Crimea. And I mean, nothing much really came of it. We just held them where they were. I, I can't imagine this much time later. I think, look, my take on this is kind of that the reason why these tensions have ramped up is largely because the U.S. has been saying that Russia's planning on doing this. I really think it's just throwing a bone. So this situation has always been there, and Ukraine for years under Donald Trump was looking for help with this situation with Russia. The Biden administration is happy to oblige because if they can create a non-war where they could send a bunch of fucking weapons and shit to Ukraine, what do they do? They keep happy all those people that they just cut, cut the golden goose off of. You know what I mean? Like a, cold, like a softer cold war with Russia, like a snow cone war instead of an ice war or whatever with Russia keeps all those guys that they just, they literally just killed the golden goose in Afghanistan. You know what I mean? That's 20 years of record profits. And there's even like stuff with the CEOs of like Raytheon and stuff. They came, they've come out with like, yeah, these kind of things are good for us. Of course they are. And here's the, so Biden pulls out of Afghanistan right after passing a bigger military budget then, you know what I mean? Like, he, he got all that money for the military. He's like, well, if we're not fighting a war anymore, you still have to justify the fact that you greenlit this giant military budget. How do you do that? You find a fucking bigger fish. You know what I mean? So we're just ramping up for a war with Russia. We're not gonna actually going to have a war with Russia. I don't think... Look, here's the thing with Russia. Russia's economy depends wholeheartedly on getting this pipeline open with Germany. If the United States is at war with Russia, Germany will not be trading with them. Despite the and like here's the here's the reason why the United States can't go to war with Russia, because we can't afford to have Germany mad at us. They're the richest European country. We cannot do that. They're also a NATO nation. So like, but Putin has kind of this like weird thing where he's, he does have this weird like high ground of being like, hey, kind of stop putting these countries in NATO. NATO shouldn't exist anymore. It feels like you're coming after Russia when the entire point of NATO was to watch the USSR. We're not the USSR, we're Russia. Now, at the same time, he's also a strong man kind of going like, well, uh, all these territories should still be Russia. There's no reason they should have gotten to leave when the USSR collapsed. So there, it's this weird dichotomy, but the guy's 70 years old. Look up how old Vladimir Putin is. Okay. I mean, he'll probably live longer than Biden, I'm sure, but still. Putin is 69. 69, nice. Nice. Fucking these Russian whores, bro. Nice. Oh. He's trying to make sure that they don't fucking escape. You know what I mean? He's just mm. like, I'll fuck all of them. I'll eat all your pussies, ladies. <laughs> um, but, I look, I just don't... So you're basically... You've been talking about uh, a lot of right-wing people, which is very... This is a very funny thing. So you're saying basically the right is now saying... You said you saw a lot of tweets from people that you know on the right. There's basically in the United States is trying to start World War Three. Yes. And you're seeing... Shit well, people. I'm seeing a lot of libertarians saying that, right? Like a lot of anti-war people being like, "Well, yeah, Russia you should be anti-war." Actually- I got into an argument with a friend of mine who's a, like a, a Democrat, like a pretty boilerplate Democrat, recently, just being like, "I don't think we should be 
bolstering ourselves to a nuclear power. Like, I kind of do agree with that sentiment. Doesn't mean that Russia's not going to do this. And if we've made fucking agreements to defend the Ukraine, a big problem with it is the Ukrainian president at one point was like, hey, let's stop this rhetoric to the Biden administration. That was a couple of weeks ago. He called for a day of unity today. They had some talks and they are actually pulling some troops off the border to de-escalate tension. So it's like, there's no reason for the Biden administration to keep blustering, except for the fact that they kind of have to justify the military spending. You know what I mean? Like nothing actually has to happen. They just have to keep saying something's going to happen, and that justifies the spending. Something might happen, therefore. Therefore. Ergo, that's all they have to really do until they can get a chance to start a war with a more sandy country, which we won't lose or win. You know what I mean? Like, that's really what it is. So, like, if we start a war with Russia, we'll probably win eventually if the entire thing is to just keep them out of the Ukraine. They're not in there anyway. You know what I mean? Like, all we have to, if the only option is to push them out of the Ukraine and not to invade Russia, we could do that. It's going to be super costly, and it's going to fuck up trade in Europe. It's going to, like, like if Germany can't get gasoline, that's going to raise the price of gasoline for us. If they're not getting their petrol, like, all of Iran's oil gets refined in Russia. That's a lot of oil, Mike. You're looking at me like I'm retarded. No. Like, processing it. We absolutely, like, they need to keep churning out oil. Russia's also kind of fucked because of sanctions. Like, their economy's not great. Like, a lot of these countries that the U.S. keeps pushing sanctions on, Russia, Iran, like, these countries, like, have, like, a legitimate beef because these sanctions are crippling them and making it so that they can never do anything else. Like, I, like Iran like, Iran has the argument of just being like, I've said this for a long time, it's like, it's not the end of the world if Iran is a nuclear power. Like, I don't see them using a nuclear weapon. And, like, I think it just... It's just creating, like, more and more proxy wars. Like, what's going on in Yemen is largely because of the proxy war and the fucking stuff that we're pushing on it. Like, it's just, like, like there's been, like, a mini Cold War between Saudi Arabia and Iran for 20 years. And it's just, like, it's only getting worse. And our sanctions on Iran is just helping control the grip of the theocracy in Iran. Like, it's not good. Like, at some point, they're just going to have a nuclear weapon and all of this would have been for nothing. Except now you have an entire country of people who largely hates the United States because it, they we forced them to live in poverty. You know what I mean? Like, these are all more complicated things than the shit they're showing you on the news. The news is going, Putin bad, let's fight Putin. They go, Iran bad, that's scary, right? That's all they kind of do, but there's a lot of other shit going on. And all of this is to just keep the stock price of Lockheed Martin where it is. At the end of the day... Is that enough? And Palantine. Huh? And Palantine. Yeah, Palantir. Palantir. Yeah, there's all of them. I'm oh. just saying, it's like... The- so that's all this is. It's just, <clears throat> we need to, we already approved this military budget. I don't know that it's all that it is. I'm sure somebody will be yelling at me in the YouTube comments over this video. But, it's just, I don't know. Think about it this way. In, um, <clears throat> what was it, in 2012 when Mitt Romney, so it, the Republicans were the war hawks on Russia before Trump, right? So basically where that narrative flipped is was the entire Russiagate collusion thing, which was never proven, right? It, you know, it, there was interference in our election by Russia after our interference in Russia's election, which is why they kind of counterattacked us. So, they, they cyber attacked us, right? Like that's, we know that that happened, right? They tried to hack fucking voting machines and all that. 
I don't know that there was collusion. And the evidence points to it was a retaliation for what Vladimir Putin saw as uh, the State Department under Hillary Clinton doing to him. You know what I mean? Like they like drop like leaflets during elections to not vote for Putin and like all sorts of shit. There was like there's a consorted campaign by the United States State Department to get Putin uh, out of office in Russia before the Trump election. That's a fact. Before the second Trump election. The first Trump election. Oh. That's why Russia put their fucking might behind Trump on the fucking cyber shit and the disinformation campaigns on Facebook and stuff because they blame, they, Putin was like, they tried to do this to me. I'll just do it to them, but better. And he hired a bunch of fucking Russian hackers out of fucking GoldenEye to be like, <laughs> and click a pen. And then they're like, oh, I'm in. You know what I mean? They're just like. You know what I mean? Like, think about it. Like, you can't... The U.S. doesn't have those guys. Some guy with fucking big, thick glasses and messy hair. And he's clicking a pen. And he's going, hold on. I'm in. Done. We can do this. Yes, bro. We've got... I pull vodka on your whole political system. It just happens. You can't fuck with those idiots. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. I feel like I've thrown a lot of information at you. Okay. So that explains what's going on in Russia. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I'm wondering about, like the only other thing I've genuinely been wondering about, and been like, man, I got to talk to Chris. Chris probably knows what's up with this. What's up with them trucks? Oh, the the freedom. Con- well, we're gonna need a little convoy music, Mike. Yeah, so we need I- convoy music. You give me some convoy music, please. I have some I have some other Russia news too, which we can get into, and then we'll. This is my convoy music. This is perfect. Um, so apparently now, Justin Trudeau has evoked emergency powers to break up. Essentially, an occupation, which he's calling it an occupation in Ottawa. The idea that we can't just have truckers honking their horns, and they made it illegal to honk your horns. And there's giving out tickets. You can't just go beep beep. You can't honk your horns now in Ottawa. Now, no one's gotten hurt, unlike in the chop here in the States. The thing is, two people died. Two people died. Um, And that went on for months. Well, yeah, but I mean... The Biden administration has said that... uh, Canada should do anything in their power to break this up. Meanwhile, why? COVID numbers are down. Why do we still need mandates? I thought the whole point of the trucking thing was we're just going to protest and we're going to fuck up supply chains. Well, they're... And well, like that's also the thing. Just drive our trucks through your city and kind of fuck up your city. Well, they're not fucking up the city. They're just not, clogging up the roads. Yeah. And they're fucking up the supply chain because there's no trucks to bring things places. Uh, and it's in protest... This is just a strike. This is a general labor strike. You understand what I mean? At the end of the because day, that's kind of what this get is. The jab? Yeah, that was a big part of it. A lot of it has to do with vaccine mandates, but it's now just about broader COVID restrictions. Here's the thing. We don't need COVID restrictions anymore. It's over. We need a convoy. That's what we need. This is a freedom convoy, baby. Look, what do you want? 
Do you want trucks full of things that you want and guys getting blown by hookers? Or do you want politicians telling you what to do and that you got to get stuck with a needle? Fuck that. Convoy, baby. I'm, I'm 100% on board with the Freedom Convoy. It might be my favorite thing that's happened in the last 10 years, the Freedom Convoy. Now, if these motherfuckers start turning into Optimus Primes and shit, now we're going to know they're on the side of the righteous. Once those fucking trucks start eating, now we know fucking Trudeau, that motherfucker's Megatron, son. That's why he hasn't transformed, because he doesn't have somebody to catch him as a gun. Remember that from the cartoon, Mike? Obviously. Yeah, Justin Trudeau is fucking Megatron, and I don't trust him. He's evoking emergency powers. He's going to bring in the fucking army to fight a bunch of truckers. Truck versus tank. That's interesting. I'll watch that. That's going to be a great season of BattleBots. It's like bear versus tiger. Dude. Well, that's the thing. is like Because the truck can like... If they pull some shit, right? And you, you're driving the truck. And then you swing out the back. And then you hit the tank with it. You can, you can maybe do some damage with a semi. You're a little more nimble. I don't know. I'm into this convoy, though. The Freedom Convoy is what's up. I'm pro. Now, if they can just get a convoy into Ukraine, then what's Russia going to do? Yo, so if we, uh, you're saying if we just drive those trucks from fucking Sarah Hell Palin's yeah. house to Russia, which she can see from her backyard. Dude, they go right over the Bering Strait, just like the Inuits did. Mm-hmm. Probably have to eat some bla- whale blubber, but they're fucking fatties. They're truckers. Who cares? Yeah, that's what they do. They've lived on worse. Hell yeah. So they just drive that convoy straight through the Ukraine? Hell yeah. And then where's where's Russia? Russia can't invade at that point. Well, it would be, they would actually be in Russia. They wouldn't be anywhere near the Ukraine at that point. Well, they could drive it through Russia into the Ukraine. Yeah, that's true. And then they just fill up the well, Ukraine. Well, I mean, now Russia's fighting a battle on two fronts. If they're coming at the trucking convoy, I mean, look, they've crippled an entire nation in Canada. You know what I mean? What, what, what is Russia going to do if one of these truckers get there and start honking their horns? Russians aren't going to be able to take that. They're very quiet people. They have a quiet anger about them. So I just read that Canada is, uh, like, they're blocking funds. Like, they're going to the banks of these truckers and being like, yo, freeze their funds. They're a terrorist. Well, this is what I've always said. This is actually something I've said. I, I've alluded, I alluded to it when we were talking about the IRS thing here in, in the States when they, were tra- when they wanted to track... Um, the transactions in and out over $600. Be wary of any piece of legislation ever that allows the people in power to take their enemies off the board, right? Because they can do that, right? So Canada can do that. They can go to the banks and say, look, look it's kind of like this. I talked about this on the boys cast with Ryan and Danny last week, right? Um, they called the trucking convoy transphobic. What? There's nobody less transphobic than truckers, right? The truck stop was the open mic for being a transvestite (laughs) in the 90s. That's where you got your chops before you went out into the world as a lady, all right? It's just we can't sit around and say that this is like a real thing. They're not – of course – And they're just like, hey, well, there's some white supremacist – Yeah. So, this is news that's happening right now as we record this. Christia Friedland, uh-huh. uh, Freeland, second in command to PM Trudeau, just said in a press conference that they can now freeze Canadians' bank accounts if the government suspects that you have donated $25 to the Freedom Convoy. That's insane. They can kill your whole bank account. 
That is insane. If they think that you donated $25. At this point, that's complete totalitarianism. Because here's the thing. These guys haven't hurt a single person. No one has been hurt. What, like, what are they... So what is the actual thing? They're just like, we want you to give up your emergency powers. We are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing laws. So this all goes back into the January 6th thing and bra- making sure you brand those people as domestic terrorists. And look, they kind of were. But this is where it's, it's been a slippery slope since 9-11 with this kind of shit, where you can just kind of call people terrorists. You use these words, you use this legislation, and you can take people off the board. It, it, it's becoming more and more transparent, and I don't know if this will this may go away. It'll calm down at some point. But the fact of the matter is they should be negotiating with these people. There's, uh, there's no in, in there's no world where these guys don't deserve people. There's clearly a significant amount of support for the what they raised ten million dollars in a couple of hours, something like that. Yeah, yeah. There's clearly a significant amount of support. You can point to dark money or whatever you want to fucking blame this on, but the fact of the matter is, a freedom convoy clearly has a significant amount of support, and people should be talking to them. There should be some sort of negotiation going on and how to get them something that they want. The same way there were fucking negotiations with the yellow vest protesters in France. There was some level, and you got to give them something. There's no need for vaccine mandates anymore, Mike. Everybody just got fucking COVID. And here's the thing. Canada has falsely small numbers of COVID. Have I talked about this on the show? No. Okay, so I was just in Canada. Here's how Canada keeps their case numbers down. You're not allowed to get tested in Canada if you're visibly symptomatic. It's illegal. You're supposed to quarantine for two weeks. You can be refused. One of the biggest pharmacy chains in all of Canada stopped giving COVID tests because they were encouraging people to get booster shots. If you travel into Canada, you're not supposed to get tested within two weeks of coming home. Omicron lasts five days, Mike. We know this. They're artificially keeping their fucking numbers down. Interesting. So they need there because there's we're selling vaccines, motherfucker. That's it. They're just selling the fucking vaccines. That's it. And the fact of the matter is, all of these politicians have dug themselves in so fucking hard they can't admit they're fucking wrong. And society is fucking falling apart. It's not actually falling apart. I'm being overdramatic. Society's not falling apart. Is. It's not. Kinda. We're sitting in the same room we're always sitting in. Yeah, but with rampant inflation about. That is true. A loaf of bread is getting more expensive. Everything is getting more How expensive. long till we need a wheelbarrow? The wheelbarrow is going to be an issue. That wheelbarrow for $100 trillion bills is going to be a whole thing. Look, I'm just saying, yeah, you got to do something. But here's the thing. is like the inflation has nothing to do with the Freedom Convoy. I mean, I guess they can kind of claim that because of the supply chain stuff. But- you can't force truckers to truck, motherfucker. They don't want to work. They don't have to work. Like, right? Yeah, but, yeah. I mean, that's it, dude. Moving on. We got to talk about the fine, fine people over at Blue Chew, Mike. They are fine people. Yeah, here's the thing about BlueChew.com. BlueChew is an online pharmacy 
uh, uh, no trucks needed, because here's what they do. They mail you a discrete package, uh, and it has uh, chewable tablets in it. They may uh, they have the same ingredients as either Viagra or Cialis, Mike. You're going to need a hard dick to fight inflation. Obviously. Like, you can't fight inflation with a deflated penis. It's just science. Yeah, that's just that is actually medical science. That's how we do this. So what you do is you go to bluechew.com, and you fill out a quick online survey. Uh, ask, they ask you a couple questions. You give them some ID or whatever it is, and then uh, they'll send you an entire first month of tablets completely free. You're going to pay $5 for shipping in discreet packaging. But your package will not be discreet because it'll be all fluffed up with trilafalil and this trilafalil, or you know, the same ingredients as Viagra or Cialis. And because the tablets are chewable, uh, it increases the surface area on them, and they can hit your bloodstream a little faster than standard pills. So you go to bluechew.com, B-L-U-E, chew.com. You're going to use the promo code GOON, and they are going to give you the first month free. Just pay $5 for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code GOON. Moving on. There's other Russian news, Mike. Did you know that? What else is going on with Russia? Ooh, here's the thing about Russia. Uh, uh, apparently, there's thousands of Russian immigrants at the Mexican border. Okay. That seems unlikely, doesn't it? Yeah, wouldn't they be at the Canadian border? Uh, I guess, it, yeah, they didn't walk across the Canadian border. They should at least be at the Alaskan border. Yeah, how did they get to Mexico? They should be at the Russian-Alaskan border outside Sarah Palin's window. Yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently, what they're doing to claim uh, to claim asylum here in the states is they are uh, flying into Mexico to get because they can still get travel visas there, but not here. And uh, uh, walking to the border the same way uh, you know Guatemalans and Venezuelans have been doing, going through Mexico to try to claim asylum here in America. Uh, it's very strange that. None of these people just want to stay in Mexico. You'd think if you're coming from Russia, you'd like the warmer climate. Well, what? <sighs> Remember when there was Haitians at the border and we at least were like, all right, this geographically makes sense if they popped from Haiti right over to Cancun and then they were like, what do you mean it's not all-inclusive forever? <laughs> that made sense. Russians in Mexico is such a weird idea to me. I don't even get it. Yeah, I mean... Sounds like a TLC show. Russians in Mexico? That does kind of make more sense, honestly. What? Like, what are the Russians going to do here? Well, they're coming... Yeah, exactly. What, like, were they going to live in Texas? That's going to be weird. Russian Guys with Russian accents walking around Texas. Just fucking try to live in this Mexico. my castle, bro. Exactly. It's just... it. It's a fucking... What... Also, here, here I'm going to throw this out there. Are they just commingling with the Haitians? What happened to the Haitian people at the border? What do you mean? What happened to them? Wasn't there 10,000 of them? Yeah, they got in. Did they get in? Most of them, I would assume. You'd assume, but you don't know. No, I don't know anything. They setting up, maybe they're just still there. You think they've just been hanging out for a year at the border? I don't know any other... I, like... um, I don't know any other situation where that could be the case. You know what I mean? Like, what, what else would they be doing? Like, they, they, you think they sent them back to Haiti? I don't think Mexico deports anyone, do they? No, they move them to the U.S. border and then make the U.S. do it. Oh, uh, Because you can't, like, live in... You can't just, like, 
it's really hard to just go. You can't just get a work visa in Mexico. It's not like here. What do you mean? Can like claim a, you can't claim asylum in Mexico. They're like, go fuck yourself. We so got you, cartels and shit, dude. We're not dealing with you. So you just can't get a job in Mexico? Yeah, dude. It's illegal to own property if you're not a Mexican, if you're not a naturally born Mexican citizen. For real? Yeah. You can get a 99-year lease. That's the best you can do. You cannot own property in Mexico as an American. Wow. Um, but yeah, I just don't understand why. Th- so that's why the Russians are going over to America, obviously. Well, obviously they want to like be actual immigrants, but it seems like, dude, we can't imagine like Biden can't let Russians in here now. He's going to be like, they're going to be like, wait, I thought you hated Russia, dude. What happened to that whole Russiagate thing? You can't be letting Russians in here. And he's going to be like, what do you mean? These are good Russians. And it's like. He's going to have to get on TV and be like, the Russians are sending over rapists, drug dealers, and I'm sure some computer hackers. That's what he's going to have to say. Like He's, he's going to be like, I'm sure, look, the Russians are sending in, uh, 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 they're not sending in their best. They're sending in nuclear scientists, uh, computer hackers, and I'm sure some dried fish. <laughs> but I mean, that's why, like, what... If- if they're seeking asylum, Russia's not sending anyone. What do you mean? Unless you're saying it's like a Scarface situation where Cuba intentionally rounded up like a bunch of criminals and then sent them to America. Who the fuck knows? Some of these people just got caught out of Russia on vacation and now can't go back because Russia's shut down their consulate. Wait, what? Yeah. For real? Yeah, there's all sorts of crazy shit going on with so this. So if you, wait, since they started fucking with the Ukraine, like why? what's going on there? Yeah, it's all of what's happening with the Ukraine and stuff. It's, it, 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 and now there's just, I just like the idea of a weird border town that's all Haitians and Russians. And they're trying to figure out how to coexist. But I don't think they're, like, it's got, that's got to be a weird one, right? Haitians trying to hang out with Russians? I don't even think Haiti knows Russia exists. And Russians are like, I thought black people in the U.S. were cool. Yeah, but it's Mexico. That makes it even weirder. <laughs> Little Odessa in Mexico would be... What, how do they choose what weird hat to wear? Is it one of those big fur ones? Or are they wearing a sombrero? Why not a cowboy hat? That Exactly, Mike. <laughs> we're up to three silly hats these people could be wearing at any given time. What about the... And you, I'm sure the you, Russian Orthodox priests don't really like the Catholic priests, even though they both wear a lot of gold. You forgot the Dagestan hat. Oh, shit. That diggity Dagestan shit. That fuzzy shit. That Q-tip top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you were talking the fuzzy hat, you meant like the one with the ear flaps, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like now they, they've got... So, now, what are these people going to do? There's so many silly hat options. Dude, the Ministry of Silly Hats. Dude, the Russian-Mexican hat dance... <laughs> Is gonna be. It's gonna be very. How can you dance on that many hats in a row? Their, their cardio is gonna be insane. They're, we're breeding Russian super soldiers at the Mexican border right now. It's crazy. They couldn't do it through the whole Cold War, and now we're doing it for them. And the combination of shitty Russian food, and shitty and 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 and, and shitty refrigerated Mexican food on the border that I'm sure is coming in the form of a uh, some sort of tamale cart that doesn't have any refrigeration. They're Constitution, they're either going to be they're going to be super lean for sure, and they're going to be able to eat anything. These are going to be the cockroaches of human beings. These Russians on the Mexican border. 
They're eating nothing but a dried fish tamale. If you can eat that, you can eat metal. That's true. You can just eat bullets at that point. You just absorb them in your skin. Try shooting at me. Yeah. All right. But I'm, I'm concerned about this situation, Mike. We got to keep an eye on it. I got two eyes on. Thank God. Moving on. Uh, uh, we got to talk about the fine people over at breathefume.com, Mike. Oh, hello. Yeah, breathefume.com. They're the fucking best people in the world. You know why they give you a little wood inhaler? You suck on it, and it, hel- it helps you uh, quit vaping or smoke. It could help you quit vaping or smoking. I don't want to say it will, because who the fuck knows what it'll do. But it can help you quit vaping or smoking. Uh, it's a great product. I use it myself just for uh, situations where I might need feel nervous and need something to do with my hands. Uh, it's basically aromatherapy for your mouth infused with the world super plants. You can get your lemonberry bliss on, your peppermint on, helps open your lungs. They've got a black pepper one that's good for nicotine cravings if that's why you're using this product. And again, you can move from the nicotine craving to another thing. You can switch out the filters fairly easily. It's a super fun product. If you go to uh, breathefume.com slash goon and use the promo code goon at checkout, you're going to get 10% off your order plus free shipping. That's 10% what? off your order and free free shipping if you go to breathefume.com slash goon, promo code goon at checkout, 10% off your order and free shipping. Moving on. Mike, I've been on the road a bunch lately, and I want to say this. Okay. Never trust a fucking concierge. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe something I've said before on the show. Have you ever asked a concierge for advice in a hotel? Uh, they're terrible. Yes, once or twice. They're, they can be very helpful in the hotel. The people at the hotel we stayed at in Rhode Island were very nice and very helpful. But I have never gotten good restaurant advice from a concierge. And I'll tell you this weekend, they gave us the worst strip club advice. I had ever received. Yeah. In we were walking distance the hotel from the good strip club that we ended up at at the end of the night. Uh they uh I would I'm going to say this the good people of Rhode Island. Never go to Club Desire in Providence. Why? You know, if you're going to be sterile and tell me I can't wear a hat and it's good the lights are going to be the lights are going to be that bright in a strip club, the girls should be attractive. I'm just saying, it was cheap, it was six bucks a beer, not bad for a strip club, not terrible. $10 cover, not terrible. Uh, Not good-looking women in there. Just in general, I get it, it was Super Bowl Sunday. But then, I went to the strip club near the hotel that everybody was like, don't go in there, it's ratchet. And the girls were fucking hot, Mike. Was it ratchet, though? Mm, A little bit. Yeah. But it was nicer, it was a nicer space. Lights were low. You can get a massa- a real massage in there. They had a massage chair with you know with the whole the face hole Ooh. in the chair. Uh, uh, so you can get an actual massage in there. Uh, beers were also six dollars. Uh, two bathrooms if you wanted to partake in maybe some uh, nose drugs. Uh, better all around experience. And you know you know who I talked to? Just a random dude. And he was just like, "Why would you go in there? That place sucks. Go right over there." And that place was good. Never trust a concierge. They're going to send you to the most sterile place in the world. This is just a, just some traveling thing. Just use Google. Don't even ask for a restaurant. Anytime I've ever asked a concierge for a restaurant, they literally just give you the ones that they are told to give, the list they are told to give you from the company that the hotel chain is. Like they go, here's Marriott's approved restaurants. Do you really want to think about how bad the hotel restaurant is? Okay. They're obviously not going to suggest something as good as that. They want your money in house. It's fair. 
I probably should have just tried to get the fucking bartender to take her top off. It would have been better than going to Club Desire. You went the hotel bar manager, the hotel bartender at at the Marriott we were staying in. So you're saying that you think that the concierge will intentionally give you shit restaurant recommendations when and they see strip you're club staying, recommendations. but they can't they can't benefit off the strip club, right? They could benefit off of. I think they can get a little kickback. Well, yeah, but I mean, the, they can get a kickback from any of the restaurants. But I mean, specifically, you're saying that they are sending you to bad restaurants so that they get your money later in the stay from you eating at their shitty restaurant. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You don't think so? No, it's just the first time I've ever heard that theory. It's well, it's all like, why else would the restaurants be so bad? When I was in Hong Kong, I go, what's a good, I want like authentic Szechuan food. And I walked into this place and I was like, there's no way this is going to be good. They were like right across the street. And I was like, it was, it was the worst food I ate in all of Asia. And I ate food that gave me horrible diarrhea in Indonesia. Horrible diarrhea. But the food, Mike? Delicious. Delicious. The diarrhea, painful. Painful. But you know, here's the thing about being in a Muslim country, Mike. Mm-hmm. All the toilets have hoses to wash your ass all whole off with. So having diarrhea, really not the end of the world. Not that big of a deal. I was wearing shorts, too. If I had shit my pants... On a scooter in shorts, it would have just flown all over the dirt road I was riding on, Mike. It would have been fine. Fuck a concierge. Fuck a concierge. They're terrible. They're not good at their jobs. You should be able to look at me and go, all right, let me give you the grimy list. You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird thing. I kind of wish more people would judge me based on my appearance. Yeah, you do got to kind of cold read people sometimes. I think so. Like, I, like, did an intake. I'm probably not even going to go to the appointment, but I did an intake. Remember we talked about, like, I had some issues with the uh, BetterHelp online therapy? Okay. I didn't really enjoy it. Uh, 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 I did uh, um, I did an intake for actual therapy. Okay. And the person doing the intake asked me my preferred pronouns. I was like, I don't think you need to ask somebody that looks like me my preferred pronouns. <laughs> What are the odds that somebody that looks and sounds like I do is going to be non-binary? You know what happens? She goes, what are your preferred pronouns? I'm like, all right, we're already talking about feelings. I don't think I can do this. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what my, my, just Chris is fine. Just Chris is Wait, fine. You immediately clammed up at pronouns? Yes. First of all, anybody who asks that has taken at least one class that teaches you that straight white men are evil. It's fair. Can't I'm already super uncomfortable going to therapy. I'm uncomfortable going to a concierge or a therapist now. It's really <laughs> fucked up because those are the two things that are supposed to help me the most. I love food, and I really need to talk out some of these issues I have, Mike. Well, I mean, just do more Fumeds. I mean, the fine people at BreatheFume.com are great people. If you go to BreatheFume.com slash goon, promo code goon, you get 10% off. And the super... You know what? Super plants are probably better than people that are supposed to be helpful. You know, nobody's actually helpful in this country, Mike. That's actually the problem. And thank God I have the world's super plants. <laughs> See? Isn't that better than therapy? I, You know, I feel better already knowing... That after this show, I could just inhale some of the world's super plants. Right? This is not... We just did an ad. Yeah, I know. This is just extra. No, I know. I'm just telling you. Like, I remember you did that fumat a few weeks ago, and you gave one man's testimonial. And, and I felt better already. Yeah. You know what? That was after that therapy intake, which, you know, because I couldn't... It took a while for them to make the appointment for me. And I'll tell you, I think I felt better after that than I did certainly after that intake. Do you think I should do the... Should I go to therapy, Mike? Do you think? No, God, no. You don't want to examine any of this. That'd be a problem. Yeah, that'd probably be bad. No. Imagine I just came in like a blubbering mess because of letting my feelings out. Ugh. Oof. Oof. You don't want to deal with that. No, God, no. Yeah. 
Nobody wants to deal with that around here. They like kind of want me coming in here kind of cold and then just being mean to everyone. Yeah. That's kind of what my job is around here. Chrissy, good times. Hell yeah. All right. Moving on. Mike, we got to get out of here in a minute, correct? Yeah, just a little bit. All right. I had a big, long thing planned out, but we're not going to do that. We'll do that next week. But uh, I, I do want to talk a little bit about the dead city. It's not something we've talked about in a while because the city has come back to life a little bit. Well, rest in peace. Rest in peace, dead city. Rest in peace to the dead city. The lively city is back. We're in Necropolis, Mike. A uh, uh, city of dead people? Sure. Necro- I'm just- we're in Necronomicalis. Well, no, ne- Necro is dead, right? Yes. Okay. Um, a necropolis is a city built on a dead city, I think. Or maybe oh. it's just a dead city. Whatever. I'll have to look into it because maybe I just said something out of my fucking head. But there's some weird things happening all of a sudden. Remember we talked about, we've talked about a couple of times, like you can just kind of steal things at stores now and they don't even try to stop you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some security guard, the Post had a couple of articles today. Some security guard just fucked the dude up. For real? Yeah, downtown. He was just sick. And the guy got actually got arrested. He was just sick of people coming in every day and filling up shopping bags. And, he, and the cops actually arrested him. Who knows if he'll actually get prosecuted or whatever. But then there was a kid who jumped the kid. Um, I really only bring this up because there was three kids. One of them just got sentenced. But then one of the there's two um, there's two accomplices. One was they're Prince and Paris Francis is the names of the two accomplices to this kid. Uh, what's his name? Uh, but Paris Francis is just a great name, and I wanted to bring. I just wanted to bring this to the show, so I can. You just wanted to say the name Paris Francis. Paris, Fr- there's a real person's name, Paris Francis. Fucking his his mom deserves a gold star for originality. Well, or the fact that you know, she uh, she put that burden on her son, and now he's a monster. Yeah, uh, Stephen Antig- Antignagi. 16-year-old. They should not be showing me these kids' faces. I actually don't think that's okay. That 16-year-old? No. Yeah, their faces are... Yeah, this is not okay that their faces are in the post. But uh, he actually got charged and is going to jail for a mugging, which is kind of the... It's the kind of thing... I think the problem with this is... So, I think there's a weird messaging problem in this city, right? So, they basically said you're not allowed... To, so, this is another thing. They bas- they've, they've started cracking down on businesses that are giving away free weed. Because you bought some like art or something, mm-hmm. they've actually like closed down a couple of these places. Okay, uh, that's happened in the last couple of weeks. But there's weird messaging because for months they weren't. You can still just sell weed outside on a table. Yeah. You know what I mean? Nobody's so basically they were like, you're not allowed to sell weed, but then weed's legal and everybody's out selling weed. And nobody's getting in trouble for it. And then they're kind of like, we're not prosecuting shoplifting. And then you're seeing all these videos for shoplifting. You're like, oh, I guess we can just do whatever we want now. And now people are getting in trouble for this shit because you're like, well, now we're going to enforce these laws. It's like, well, make up your goddamn mind. Why'd you say you weren't going to enforce the laws? They were like, well, you know, it's like kind of this weird thing. It was like, well, we just kind of said we weren't going to prosecute you. We're going to enforce the laws. It's like, well, you made it seem, I don't know if it, whose fault this is, if it's the news's fault or the politician's fault, but somebody's got to tell people that are stupid that you can still get arrested for things. Well, okay, but I'm of a mind now. Like, I heard the TSA say, I think, I thought it was last year that they came out and said, officially, we are not checking for weed. And from the moment I heard that, I have brought weed on pretty much every flight I've been on. I mean, I was bringing drugs on pretty much every flight I've been on anyway. I've told the story where I accidentally brought all those bags of cocaine. Yes. To Colorado. Um, But you were kind of bringing weed on flights anyway. Well, I had a friend who missed a flight because of weed. Okay. After they said that. He had an eighth in his pocket... A religious guy, visibly religious, 
I won't say which religion, but you can guess. Um, if it was visibly religious, yes, I can guess. Yeah. It could be, it's one of two. You could mm. be Sikh. Okay. Dude, I don't know any Sikhs, but you call me a racist? Wait, so visibly religious in the sense that he looked like a Jew? He was visibly of a religion. Oh, so he had like the Muslim garb on. Visibly religious. Okay. You call it. But he had an eighth in his jacket pocket that he forgot about. And they found it when it went through the x-ray thing. And they just wrote him a ticket. Now, the amount of time it took to check him for warrants and write him a ticket, he missed his flight. He didn't get in trouble. But that cost him hundreds of dollars. Frankly, I would rather, uh, you know, eh, no, hundreds of dollars or one night in jail, I'd do the hundreds of dollars. But if it got up to thousands of dollars, I'd be pissed. If he had missed a flight to Israel or Mecca, wherever he might be from, or wherever Sikhs are from. But the, the, all right, so, but the problem is, could he, um, most of the time, if you, if you miss a flight, uh, the airline will, Mecca jeans. He was wearing Mecca jeans. That's what it was. The airline will sort it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually, not unless they're like, hey, he missed a flight because he had drugs on him. Eh. I think anything to fuck you over. I think if you were to be like, hey, I was caught up by... uh..." Dude, I had to yell at... All these companies are shitty. I had to yell at Priceline this weekend. Uh, So You didn't have to. You chose to. No, no, no. I absolutely had to yell at Priceline. Okay. So I booked a -a rent-a-car on PayPal. Then I got to the rent-a-car place, and they go, we don't accept PayPal. And I go, what? I booked it. And they go, yeah, well, you're supposed to you're supposed to discern on Priceline what we take and we don't take, and you're supposed to book it that way. I could give you the car at the same rate. And they gave me the card. I call Priceline. I go, hey, you have to refund my PayPal purchase. And they were like, we weren't doing that. And I was like, what do you mean? I didn't get the car with PayPal. And uh, this guy, here's what's funny about this story, Mike. The guy, very much clearly a white American man. Obviously. Right? Being a huge prick to me on the phone for Priceline. Ooh. Huge, being like, can't was help it, you, dude. Nothing it, I can do. Was it William Shatner? No. He was, but he was like, you signed two, you basically rebooked with that company. So you had two reservations. Our reservation is non-refundable. And I go, this is some bullshit. Please put me on the phone with the supervisor. And he's like, all right, dude. I'll put you on the phone with the supervisor, but they can't help you. Puts me on the phone with the supervisor. Very clearly in a call center in India. The supervisor in India... Super more helpful than the white person here in America. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Sanjay got me my refund as soon as I said he wasn't going to do it. And I go, I just want you to know I am recording this conversation as well for uh, quality concerns. uh, And I'm videotaping myself as we have this conversation. And his tune changed immediately. And he got me my refund. Huh. If you need life advice, email askthegoon at gmail.com. Uh, you can follow me at Chris from BKLYN on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Mike at the M Harrington on both of those platforms. I have a Rizzle as well. You can go check out my Rizzle uh, if you have Rizzle. And, uh, you know, come out to New Hampshire. Go check out a show at Brooklyn Comedy Club. Anything else, Mike? Stick in Port Lee's. You guys still doing it? Yeah, I want to know what the fuck Rizzle is. It's TikTok. Rizzle. Oh, right, 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 right. Rizzle! The best app in the world. Rizzle. Good night. Well, show me the way to the Whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. For if we don't.
goodbye. I tell you we must die. I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you we must die. I tell you, I tell you. 